If it ends up in front of a prosecutor, the prosecutor's probably going to not bring charges. And even if they do, you're probably going to beat those charges. Welcome to the Biker Rebellion. I'm your host, Ginger, here with founding member of the Biker Lawyers, Pete Leahy. Now, Pete, today we're going to talk a little bit about what to do when the police stop you. So what's your first piece of advice out there for bikers, for people on cars, for anybody? The first thing you need to do is make a judgment call on whether you're in a situation where if you behave a certain way, you may well get a break Sure. versus if you don't think that's going to happen and kind of see how things are shaken down with the officer, you may need to go a different direction and go into immediate protect yourself mode. Okay. So we, we have two different potential scenarios already. We have one with friendly cop and we have one with very unfriendly cop. And they're pretty quick to let you know which version they are, at least based on personal experience at this point. You bring up friendly versus angry. Don't let yourself get lulled to sleep by that either. I, I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying that all law enforcement are bad or even a significant portion of them. I'm talking about those rare occasions where an officer does have an agenda and they are trying to back you into a corner and get you to convict yourself of something. So an officer might come off as very friendly, but when they start asking things like, where have you been? Sure. Where are you going? Have you been drinking? These are questions that are more along the line of they're fishing and they're looking for something else to charge you with. Gotcha. So the moment they start getting into a conversational tone and they start asking questions about your life and what's happening, now we're now we're past the friendly side. Now we're more towards the they're fishing for something else, so we need to be protective. It, it's time to go on alert because you do not have to sit there and answer just any questions that a law enforcement officer might ask. If it's a legitimate traffic stop, they have a right to see your driver's license. They have a right to see your registration. They have a right to see your proof of insurance, and they really don't have a right beyond any of those things. Okay, so if they don't have those rights and they are asking these questions, what do you say? So the first, and again, at this point, I've concluded that this officer is looking to go beyond just a routine traffic stop. Sure. At that point, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, sir, I don't answer questions. Okay. And I'm assuming this is going to infuriate uh, because you're stonewalling, right? And it's a correct stonewall, but it's still a stonewall. So you're probably going to piss off the officer a little bit with that. Uh, what, what do you do when they come back at you with any anything? Because they, they may come back with you with something to the degree of just answer the f***ing question, you know? You need to stick with what you've already said, and that is, I don't answer questions. Just keep it calm, monotone. This is going to be the response all the way in and out. Yes. Okay. You stay okay. respectful and you say, I don't answer questions. Now, what if they start commanding you to uh, do things where they tell you, hey, okay, get out of the car. What do you do that? That's the typical example. Get out of the car. Come back to my vehicle with me. You need to look at them and say, sir, is that a request or a command? Okay. And if they tell you it's a request? Then you say, I decline, sir. And if they say it's a command? Even if they're wrong, even if they don't have the authority to make you get out of your car, if they say it's a command, you get out and you do what they're commanding you to do. And by the way, let me back up to at the start of this stop, hopefully you've had the foresight to turn on a video camera. Almost all of us carry one in our pocket, turn on the video camera so it doesn't come down to the officer's word versus yours because guess what? The jury's going to believe the cop. And what if they tell you to turn off the video camera? Is that a request or a command? And if it's a command? You turn it off. 
Okay. But now we're into murky territory. That said, now that video is going to go in front of a jury that they commanded it to go off, and they should still have their body cam footage at this point, at least in the state of Iowa. If if the officer has commanded you to turn off your camera, then they're going to be looked at not favorably by the time that gets in front of a jury, if it even gets that far. If you've got an officer that commands somebody to turn off a camera, I'm going to guess nine times out of 10, the prosecutor is not going to bring that case. Okay, fair enough. Is there a scenario where you get let go? Is there a scenario where you're going to ask whether you can go? That, that's a good question because the Iowa Supreme Court has been very clear. A routine traffic stop should not take more than 10 minutes. Okay. So that means that if you are following protocol, and by that I mean not letting the officer wander into other territory and asking the questions of, where are you coming from? Where have you been? What have you been drinking? You need to be saying, I don't answer questions, because if you start answering those questions, that can be seen as consent to continuing the interview and the stop. Whereas if your approach to those questions is, I don't answer questions, then you're shutting it down and the cops have to conclude their business within 10 minutes. And if they don't, chances are pretty strong that the charge will never see the light of day. And if it does, it's probably going to get tossed. Okay. Are there other red flags that are worth knowing when a, when a cop stops you and it's a routine traffic stop? What are the biggest red flags in your opinion that you need to watch out for? Do you mind if I search your cooler? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a very Iowa one. Yes. <laughs> and your answer is, you need to be clear about this. I do not consent. And if they tell you it's a command? If they command, you let them do it. But again, if they command you, then they're never going to be able to bring charges out of it anyway. They, they don't have a right to search you or your vehicle or your motorcycle saddlebags without your consent unless they've got probable cause. Now, from what I recall, there's a difference between what is in your car versus what is in the back of your car, like a trunk. Uh, in terms of what they're allowed to look at, et cetera. Does that exist for the biker world uh, with saddlebags? Like, is, is that the motorcyclist's trunk? Do different laws apply in terms of what they're allowed to look at and not look at? Well, let's back up to what I was saying before. Sure. Unless they've got reasonable cause to believe there's some kind of a crime, then they do not have the authority to search anything. Okay. So just because you got a cooler on your back seat, that doesn't mean they get to search it because they can see the cooler. Now, if they can see a cooler and an empty beer can, you're screwed now. Now they have probable cause to search that cooler. But your first approach always needs to be, I do not consent. Because without your consent, there's a good chance that any search they have and anything they find is going to be kept out of, of any kind of prosecution. If I remember correctly, the term was fruit of the poisonous tree. Is that the right terminology here? That's a term that lawyers use, yes. <laughs> <laughs> fruit of the poisonous tree means if they screw up early on, anything that happens after their screw up, they don't get to use. Gotcha. So I do not answer questions. I do not consent if they want to search for something. Is it a command or a request to clarify? And Yes, again, it's like, for example, if you're on a motorcycle and you want to put the kickstand down, and stand up and they say, no, you stand there and hold that bike up. You say, is that a request or command? Right. Because they really don't have the legal authority to tell you, you cannot put your kickstand down or you cannot kick your leg over and sit comfortably on your motorcycle while they conduct a traffic stop. Now, how many years of law school do you need to enforce the law as a police officer? <laughs> Zero. Interesting. 
And uh, are you allowed to ask for an officer's uh, badge number? Is yeah. that something that's common? Is that worth doing? You're allowed to, yes. Is it common? No. Is it a good idea? Yes. If you're in one of these situations that's quickly turning adversarial, you ask for their number, ask for their business card. Okay. And as far as body cam footage goes, let's say that they tell you to turn off your phone that's recording this whole you know interaction. At that point, do you inform them that you expect their body cam to be on and recording? No, you know, that, that, that's just a little confrontational, in my opinion. Okay. They're supposed to have their body cams on. If they tell you to turn off your video and they haven't run a body cam, you're going to get the flip-flop in, in court. Now the jury's going to believe just about anything you say and just about nothing the cop says. Because requiring a motorist to turn off their camera and not running body cam footage strongly suggests that something improper is taking place. Okay. And then after all of this happens, you're sitting there, they're just taking too long, kind of just going past that 10 minutes for the traffic stop. At what point do you ask them, am I free to go? I think that's a judgment call, but definitely if you've been sitting there for 10 minutes, it's time to say, am I free to go? But it may well be appropriate sooner than that. So you can say it at any time, but I mean, if they've stopped you for something legitimate, then let them write you the ticket, get the ticket done, and, and, and you're free to go. But if they haven't written a ticket and they're piddling around, I mean, sometimes they go back to their car. Let's say you're sitting in your car because you've told them, is that a request or command sure. to get out of my car? And they say, that's a request. And then they sit back there in their car for what seems like way too long. You can either wait for them to come back to the car or, or you can get out. But your next question then may well be appropriate to say, officer, am I free to go? Because if you're not under arrest, you're generally free to go. So at some point, and anybody who's been stopped knows there comes a certain point where if they haven't written you a ticket, you're wondering what's going on here? Do I have to stay here forever or, or what's the deal? And they, they can't just keep you there endlessly. So you say, officer, am I free to go? If they say no, you say, am I under arrest? <laughs> sure. But, but if, if, if you're not under arrest and the stop is pushing the 10 minutes, they pretty much have to cut you loose. And if they don't, if it ends up in front of a prosecutor, the prosecutor's probably going to not bring charges. And even if they do, you're probably going to beat those charges. So I'm, I'm going to take it one step further. Let's say that you do get arrested. You know, like they, they find some beer cans or something that are empty in the back seat, and they use that as probable cause. They search, they find something, they arrest you. I've seen this play out a couple times, and I, I'm curious what your thoughts are, because typically what you want to do is call an attorney and find representation because you're going to have a criminal defense scenario that you need to deal with. Do you call that attorney in the back of the cop car? <laughs> well, I mean, if they haven't taken your phone away from you and you're not in handcuffs, perhaps. But if things are going down the wrong path, then you, as the person that is under scrutiny with the police, just need to say, sir, I'm not going to answer any questions without my lawyer present. Fair. And stick to it because a lot of people hang themselves before the lawyer's ever called. And part of the reason I bring this up is the number of people that I have talked to over the years that have... Uh, been in the backseat of a cop car. They're not in handcuffs yet. That's just where they were requested to go to. And they just went trying to comply. And then they call a friend and then they confess everything that's happening in the back of that cop car <laughs> to their friend. Well, and, the, and, and this is why, you know, we can really simplify this. Hmm. I don't answer questions. Yeah. I don't answer questions. 
you stick with that and you're going to be fine. So let's just do some rapid fire on cops asking common questions when they pull you over. So first one that tends to happen is, why did I pull you over? I don't answer questions. Do you? Because guess what? Mm. That's a perfect example of they're going to use what you say to convict you. They may not even know. They may not have anything. Or they may not know how fast you're going. But anytime they're asking questions of that nature, it needs to be, I don't answer questions. So if they ask you, do you know why I pulled you over? I don't answer questions. Do you know how fast you were going? I don't answer questions. Et cetera, et cetera, into oblivion, whatever they're asking, I don't answer questions. And, and let me add a little something here. We all know it's not a good idea to drink and drive, but if a cop pulls you over, let's say you really have had two beers. Sure. That's not what you say. When the cop says, have you been drinking, you don't say, yeah, but only two beers, thinking that's going to get you out of getting tested. You need to say, I don't answer questions. Fair enough. If you're in a crash in the Midwest or you get pulled over by a cop, (laughs) but mostly if you've had a crash in the Midwest, uh, give us a call for a free consultation. And until next time, speak truth to power. Brought to you by the Biker Lawyers. Injured? Ride with us.